0: As the great independent director, Mr. Werner Herzog, once said, I despise formal restaurants. I find all of that formality to be very base and vile. I would much rather eat potato chips on the sidewalk. Wee oui,
1: wee, oui, and welcome to Potato Chips on the Sidewalk.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that was Jacob's. Fourth take of that, so um, <laughs> he really committed to it. And welcome to Potatoes on the Sidewalk. I'm Barbecue Ben. Joining me today is uh,
1: Chican Twisty Jacob,
0: and we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what French I mean. Dispatch. Um, before we get into it, Jacob,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, sorry to it. any
1: French people. By the way, that was yeah, a that, yeah, example. no, that
0: was horrible. Um, before we get started, let's talk about our feelings about the one and only, the myth, the legend, Mr. Wes Anderson. Jacob, how do you feel about this guy? I
1: think people give him way too much shit, to be honest. Okay. Um, I think he's
0: a great filmmaker.
1: Yeah. I think people complain about the comm- how commercial media have taken some of his pastel aesthetics to apply them but you know people he makes wooden plastic films okay like if you that's what you feel that's fine but i don't know he's a very melancholic unique filmmaker who is way more varied like he's very singular like you know a frame from yeah one of his films from an instant But you also wouldn't mistake any of his films with one another. Exactly, yeah, definitely. So I feel like people just kind of... Look, he's a great filmmaker. I I just...
0: It's, It's just he's in a weird position where he obviously has his fans, like, I'm one of them. Yep. But then there's, like, another group of people out there that every time he comes out with one of his films, they're like, here comes this fucking guy with one of his fucking movies again. And they just... They don't jive with his aesthetic, which is fine. But, like, take it as a personal affront against them. Well, no,
1: no. Well, don't you know in the age of the internet, anything that doesn't specifically interest you is a direct insult to you?
0: Yeah. Exactly. I'm <laughs> glad we agree. <laughs> um, no, but
1: that, that's the thing. It's just like... Yeah. Like, like Imagine how, like... And imagine, like, Marvel fans just being like, oh, this guy again. But it's just <laughs> like... That's what I mean. It's yeah. just like... But it's like, "How do you feel? We feel about fucking eight. We we get like one Wes Anderson film every like three or four years." Yeah,
0: it's it's Come just on, like though. it's like somebody being like, "Oh, here comes Paul Thomas Anderson with one of his great movies again." Like, calm the fuck down. Like, well, look,
1: look, it's like, look, I'm not a fan of like a lot of filmmakers, but it's just like,
0: I think I think a better example is like Tarantino. He comes yeah. Tarantino with one of his dialogue movies again. Just, yeah, you don't have to like it. But you don't like, even have to watch it. Yeah, like, exactly, like,
1: yeah. like, like the, the, there's a virtue in just being. This isn't for me. Yeah, exactly. I don't like yeah. this filmmaker. Exactly. Okay, yeah. I'm glad other people have it, but no. And then just shut up. No, but because no. we're in an age where I don't know why this is such a discourse centric episode. But I think oh, it was, was going to get there eventually. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just people just how they react to. I don't know. Look, long story short, look. Okay, I don't care if you are know Sharon Wes Anderson. Other people are just fucking. I don't. I don't. Just shut up. Look, nobody cares. Oh, I, am I? I'm, I'm not a Taylor Swift anti. Yeah. But you know, I'm not going to complain. That
0: are you going to listen to "All Too Well" ten minute version and be like? this fucking lady with her fucking songs again. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, it's like, just like... Well, To Be Fair, All yeah. Too Well is a great song. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, um... But no, that, that, yeah. that's my point. It's just like... It's like it's like if somebody bought Call of Duty Vanguard and was like, one of these fucking games again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, shut up!
1: It's just... I don't know. I, like, you're allowed to not like something and you're allowed to be... Oh, man. Disappointed, I, but, but it's just like... Yeah. Look, f- we, we don't really have that many household name auteurs anymore so like who cares if he releases a two hour
0: film every one or two like three or four years you know just ignore
1: it just yeah you just Mm. like the filmmakers like anyway
0: just before we move on to our thoughts of the French Dispatch do you remember when Taylor Swift released a music video for me and people were saying that Wes Anderson directed it because it had pastel (laughs) colours that's what I mean that's kind of what I was (laughs) saying that's kind of what I mean (laughs) Okay, (laughs) come Um, on, (laughs) Jacob. I was going to say something that might have annoyed the Swifties, but Um, anyway. What do you think of The French Dispatch?
1: I think The French Dispatch feels like it's a start of a new era of Wes Anderson's films. Mm. Where, I don't know, it felt like the first... He's not that old, he's only like
0: 50 or something, right? Like... I'd be around there, probably the same age as Owen Wilson. Yeah, but yeah. it's just like, yeah.
1: this feels like the first time he's entering what many would describe, as what I'm sure in future Wikipedia articles would be like... Later his, years. Later years. Yeah. It, even, not, even if not, it feels like it's just like a more, not cranky, but like, <laughs> you know, it, it, it just feels like it's a more like, I've got this now, I don't care. Like okay. You know? Yeah. I'm just going to be formally weird and ambitious now and, you know...
0: It, just just with that, I feel like he still very much does care. No, 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 no. Yeah. But
1: no, that's what I mean. It's like, yeah. I don't... He doesn't care what people... Oh, you yeah, know, like... How people perceive...
0: He's, he's... To create... Yeah, uh, uh, to, to quote the, the greatest showman, this is me. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> that, that's what I mean. I don't, mean, I don't, I don't yeah. mean he doesn't mean he doesn't care. Obviously, yeah. he cares about yeah. his film, but I think it's more just like... Yeah, fuck it, you know, I'm, I'm Wes Anderson. I'm I'm make, gonna,
0: yeah, I'm going to make a where's Anderson film. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm already, I'm already shooting yeah. another film, so fuck it. Like, exactly,
0: yeah, and you've got another one coming up after that, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's so, just like, yeah.
1: You know, good on him, and yeah, I, I was, this is the sort of film where a lot of people, especially in this age, will kind of be like, it's not a, it's not as great as Grand Buda, Budapest or Moonrise, so it's kind of a, Mid entry, but I, I thought it was a very good film. I think it's honestly upper tier for me.
0: I think this is top tier, Wes.
1: Yeah, I agree, yeah. but th- like that's what I mean. It's just like I don't know. I just felt like it's a film where he just sort of has let go of the mainstream yeah. for the better.
0: Yeah, um, I love this film, I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, I I want Wes Anderson to either have an, an anthology TV series or release a, sh- a series of short films because the way this film is structured, there's a framing device, but it, it's a series of vignettes. I think a little bit more than vignettes, but well, like yeah.
1: Yeah, it's definitely coexisting in a s- yeah world and city yeah, and obviously oh, all so connected. The, the, the premises, yeah. Bill Murray, the founder and editor of the French Dispatch has died. Yeah. So they're, do- and with Their his final de- issue with, yeah. with, with his death, it's written in contract that this magazine, the French dispatch, which is a very thinly veiled homage to the New Yorker magazine is come the final issue. And we see four, four articles. We have Owen Wilson as a traveling bicycleman, which is by far the yeah. shortest,
0: uh, we have the Benicio del Toro, which is
1: <laughs> told by Tilda Swinton.
0: Yes, and why am I forgetting? Um, there's the um, Revolution, Timothy Chalamet, told by um, Francis McDormand, and there's the uh, the chef hostage situation hosted by Jeffrey Wright. Yes, who?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say who
0: this. Who is the MVP of this film? By far And He should Win Best supporting actor For this role He won't He won't But he should Yeah Yes He no. is Fantastic He Gives such a Just Sad And Just Deep Performance That just Yeah he's quick-witted yeah. And, and Yeah it's yeah. just This man I've, I've been singing his praises Um Throughout the run of Westworld, which I don't know why I've still been watching on three seasons into it, and I've, I've, I guess I'm just going to keep watching it. But um, he has really just been the thing that's been pulling me through the entire series, and I, we need to put more respect on that man's name.
1: Yep. And I think yeah. it's my favorite performance of the year. It's it yeah. definitely, you know, it's quite outwardly modelled upon other writers like james baldwin and you know in the way he speaks and yep. I, I don't know it's just it's fantastic performances honestly probably i can't think of a single performance in a wes anderson film i've loved more or at least sustained with me more i mean like there's gustav in grand budapest there's um gene hackman and i think there's uh i don't know why but tilt but um francis mcdormand always sticks with me in Marie's writer's kingdom for some reason But no, no, this is, he's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Just like, it's unbelievable what he does in this film. But anyway, I
1: I guess we kind of, the best way to kind of do this is kind of go bit by bit of the story. So I think we'll go back to, uh, Owen Wilson, who by far has the shortest feature article.
0: But I, I think it is, it's it's not, I don't think it's a featured one. I think it was, uh, it it, it says two smaller ones and it's only like two pages in 500 words or something. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's, it's a really nice introduction to this city the city. Because, like, a, a lot of the locations he mentions in the tour around the city are brought back throughout the film. And it's just kind of like a... Yeah. This is what we're doing. And with Anderson's throwing his friend Owen a bone. Well,
1: <laughs> oh no. It's just like... You know, he's a very good... Like, Owen is a very good actor, you know? Like... He does just what he needs to do some of the time, and yeah. you know, if we're getting a sort of, for lack of a better term, like a quirky, nice little introduction, I can't think of a more likable actor to sort of present that than
0: yeah, no, he, yeah, he, Owen Wilson, yeah, exactly, um,
1: yeah, and that's fun. The first real feature one is the concrete masterpiece, yes, which is um, Benicio del Toro as a. Pri- as a prisoner who's been charged for 40- double homicide double homicide yeah. yeah um who after 10 years in prison
0: I fell in love with Leia Sado
1: well, well well fell in love with the art form of well we fell in love with the art form of painting and, and with also- Leia Sado as a prison guard and started painting her I
0: was going to say it's- very unbelievable that somebody could fall in love with Lys. So, who, who would do that? Okay, man. <laughs> okay. Man. Keep it in your,
1: keep it in your trousers.
0: I knew you were going to say trousers. So I, I don't know why. <laughs> I, knew, I knew the word you were going to choose was trousers. Um. Um, look, look, it's it's great. Um,
1: it's a fun. There's a fun little Adrian brody second like art yeah. dealer. Um, kind of a nice piss take on the modern art industry, but. You know, once again, it's a very intriguing, unique performance from Venezia del Toro mm. and Leisa. And,
0: and a fun narration from Tilda Swinton. Who, oh, she's yeah, great. Yeah, where she's just... She's very... Like, I didn't like Oja but she's very much in the vein of her performance Well, vein of that in, like, yeah. Snowpiercer and Okja. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah, where she's doing this... Um, is she wearing fake teeth? I, I I feel like yeah. she is. Uh, does she just love wearing fake teeth? <laughs> like, well, like, look, it really worked. I, I yeah. don't know why, because like one of the cutbacks
1: to her because it, it's framed during like a. She's giving like a lecture. Yeah, like a yeah. lecture. Just one of the cutbacks to her. I don't know. I don't know what she. I don't even think what she says is funny. Yeah. But just the way she just like
0: it smiles <laughs> with the she's,
1: teeth. She just like introduces them. I don't know. Yeah. Funny, but, yeah. Well, that was a lot of fun. Um. Timothy Chalamet's uh, what was this thing called? Sorry, I'm getting the something revolution. It was revisions to a manifesto. Yes, which is uh, Francis McDormand being a field reporter during a student revolution. Student revolution
0: um, for freedom, and I, I think it was, I think I think it was more than the student revolution. I think it was an actual.
1: Well, Governmental it, 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 no, no, it was not yeah, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it was propelled by the students. That's yes, what I mean.
0: It yeah. was like, yeah. And um, this is probably my least favorite segment of the three. Really, okay. which is to not say it's bad. It's just I, um, I, I just didn't connect with it as much as the other two.
1: Okay, well, I, uh, yeah. I probably wouldn't... I probably haven't ranked them because I honestly just... It's not know. about ranking. It's no, just no, no. no, no, no yeah. But, like, for me, I just kind of... I don't know. I'd say my favourite was Jeff, probably Jeffrey Wright's, which we'll get into, but... Um, yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really... I, I guess if I had to choose, probably the last yeah. part. I don't know. I still really yeah. liked it.
0: But the thing is, like, this, this was just the one segment where I kind of just... It went back and forth that little bit too much for me where there was a bit there um it's between Timothy Chalamet's character and this French girl called Juliet and I think they um they had like a the bickering just kinda of got old for me by the end. Well but yeah. I would
1: say the main focus on that yeah. was Frances McDormand and yeah. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Like who plays a field reporter who's trying to maintain journalistic integrity. Yeah. While You know, yeah, but engaging in, I guess, spoilers—a sexual and and professional,
0: professional relationship, interfering with the manifesto. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I think it's a very good segment. I just think there's just a little bit too much back and forth in it for my liking, but it's not. It doesn't detract from the overall film.
1: Yep. Okay. And I think the one that. Obviously, I think, from the get-go, we keep yeah, on coming back yeah. to... Is Jeffrey Wright. Is Jeffrey Wright. Who... In... What is it titled? The Private Dining Room of the Police Commissioner.
0: Yes. He, um... This has a very fun framing device where he's being interviewed on a television show about one of his... <laughs>
1: by Liam Shriver. Uh, as
0: well. By one of his... About one of his articles. And he has... I think he says eidetic memory. Yeah. Where... It's not photographic, but he can remember every word he's ever written. Yes. And he starts reciting his article about um, the kidnapping. Is meant to be in the food section. Yep. And he's reciting. It's about the kidnapping of the police commissioner's son and how the chef plays a role in the rescue. And um, it's just... And to how? Yeah, it's just astounding the where it goes.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I think um, the television interview was a really great yeah choice for that because he gets questioned on the story.
0: Yeah, and it allows him to give his own feelings outside of the recital of yeah. his written um, word.
1: And there's there's I don't know there's something that. There's an aside of where Leo Shriver asks him, why does he write about food? And in there, we have possibly the most unexpectedly heart-wrenching thing I've ever seen in a Wes Anderson film,
0: which is... just It's still the set, and it's... Leo Shriver's gone, and it's... Jeffrey Wright just talking directly to the camera, and it's just... I, 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 I really don't want it spoil too much of this film mm. for anyone but if there's one say you don't like where's anderson mm. say that and you like you don't want to spend your entire time watching this film seek out jeffrey Wright's section yeah if you can because I, whether reckon- or not you like where's anderson this just the direction the performance just everything that goes into this segment. Uh, like, if this was a short film, it'd probably still be my favorite film of the year. Like, yeah. this. I, I don't think The French Dispatch is my favorite film of the year, but this section as a short film probably would be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: um, Yeah, but just talking about how food was the only constant in his life yeah. and as a journalist and as someone who's gone from America to France. France and also as a homosexual. It's a homosexual and yeah. yeah, it's. It's a really heartbreaking... Thing. But that's the thing, it's still... It's probably the most playful of the segments yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: Because... That's the thing with <laughs> where Edison. He He's known for being the... Quirk guy. The quirky, funny guy, but people... I just don't think enough credit is put on his name for how somber and just heart-wrenching his films can well, be. It's like, it's yeah. I think
1: every single one of his films, even the ones I'm not as big a fan of, yeah. they all have a lot of pathos to them. And yeah. Yeah, I think it's... Mm. Really shows, and I think he can embed that in the more silly, funny yeah. elements of it. Definitely, like, yeah. um, I gotta say, quick aside, I forgot. I love watching Wes Anderson films in cinemas, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> there's, but the, yeah. there's the there's <laughs> the Let's give some context. to no, no what I I, 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 I just gotta say, yeah, yeah. we were at a opening night show It was a full crowd, um, which is the way I, I like to see films that way sometimes, yeah. but we got i was reminded of every time I've seen a Wes Anderson film oh my God. there's always within my close proximity
0: someone who s- needs to let us know that they get the joke
1: <laughs> but no not just that just ah, ha, 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 laugh at everything mm-hmm. not even the jokes though like th- th- there there some people who would just laugh at like an actor they realize appearing <laughs> <"Haha>, i recognize <laughs> nice. him yeah. like that's Liev Schreiber like yeah. you know it's just like yeah and even there's like really fucked up like really sad somber moments that people oh.
0: yeah like, <laughs> Saoirse Ronan's got a very small part in the film yeah and just ha oh, it's her <laughs> yeah or it Elmo? I'm sorry but like, <laughs> but like it's just you know it's like yeah yeah but think, anyway do, 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 yeah. The, <laughs> that's nope. just us complaining again which is we should call it complaining on the side look with a couple of potatoes. Um, well, th- I, I don't think we should say much more about this film because yeah. I think it's... At this point, you know whether you like Werd Anderson. And if you've never se- Actually, if you've never seen one of his films before, I think this is a good starting point for him.
1: Well, we're kind of getting everything about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
0: yeah. But, um, yeah, I d- you're not changing anyone's mind at this point. No, I'm not trying to change minds. It's not about changing minds, but it's... At this point, if you don't like Wes Anderson, this film's not going to change your mind. And he's not trying to. He's doing his thing. And should anyone be so lucky to find their niche and find their audience and be able to... Have mainstream success, success, yeah, sustained as well. Exactly, yeah. It's like, just it's pretty unbelievable, yeah, how successful this man has been because yeah. he's tapping into something that a lot of people want, and nobody can do it the way he does.
1: Exactly, and
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Look, I just want to put this as a little aside. It's like when people like people just don't want to see original films and cinemas anymore, and you know, a lot of them they don't. They rock up for Wes Anderson,
0: though. Exactly, yeah.
1: And that's a fucking amazing thing. Like, I, look, French Dispatch, obviously, COVID has hit, but it's made almost $40 million at the box office, which for a film of this size from an auteur is basically unheard of in a theatrical setting nowadays. Yeah. Like, who isn't making blockbusters? I mean.
0: That's the thing. It's like, the only person that can really beat that is Tarantino. but And that's because Tarantino has his own audience adjacent to Wes yeah. Anderson. And it's probably a lot of crossover, yeah. but like um my dad does not like Wes Anderson. I try, I tried watching um Grand Budapest Hotel with my mum and my dad and they were like what are you showing me? They turn up every time Quentin Tarantino has one of his shooty motherfucker movies in the cinema. You know what I mean? Like that like it's just yeah. We need we need Wes Andersons. We need Tarantino's. We need voices and that need, aren't Kevin Feige, and we need voices that. Look,
1: I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say any filmmaker who's takes these blockbuster franchise films. I'm not gonna put it against them. No, but I do think there is something very amazing, and I I, I hate that. I do think this is. Not going to be a very common breed of filmmaker, unfortunately. Like it already isn't, but I feel in the future I can't see how the sort of filmmaker will thrive in the cinematic medium, at least. See, I was hoping, but, but
0: I was hoping something like Netflix, something like Amazon Prime could, yeah, allow that. But the issue we're getting red notice.
1: The, okay, but the, yeah. uh, it's it's like um yeah. Lulu Wong, the director of yeah. The Farewell. She she said this pretty perfectly. She and She's very smart about this. She said, we got two offers for The Farewell. One from A24, you know? Yeah. And one from an, a, 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 a much larger yeah. financial offer from a major streamer. And she yeah. said, I'm going to choose the smaller boutique one because I know they'll give that a theatrical run. Yeah. And they'll invest into it. Yeah. And I think that film was showing in America for about four months. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. And she said, look, streamers have their place and... It wouldn't have it cu- it, been on it, the front it, page. It, it, it cut to Scorsese, but it's yeah. like, but it works for filmmakers who already have a brand. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you kind of, to continue making films as a... Or two, you kind of want to keep a brand going. Yeah. It's like,
0: know? I added Power of the Dog to my list Yeah, on Netflix before it came out. Yeah, didn't even show it to me on the front page when it came out.
1: It showed it to me, but I think, but I think that's actually been a surprise hit for Netflix because it's. I think it's been in their top two or three for the past few days.
0: Yeah, but it's been five days since it's come out. So
1: yeah, but you know, yeah, really good job. But anyway, like it's no, that's what I mean. It's like
0: still number three. Yeah,
1: I really wish it was number one. No, no, no. (laughs) I know, it's probably fucking like, I don't know, like Lost in Space, that's number one still. Uh, Money
0: Heist. Oh, okay, that's that's huge, so. Yeah. Um, But But it's number one movie.
1: Good, okay. But that's what I mean, though. I think that we kind of... It doesn't help what number two is. Yeah, I I don't know what...
0: what... Can you guess what number two is?
1: Lost in Space? No.
0: No, from movies. Red Notice? No. What? Who's our favourite actor right now? Ryan Reynolds? No. <laughs> you mean like, actually our favourite or? No. Fine, <laughs> guess who? Come on. Um, Tom Holland? No. But I, I like this guy less than Tom Holland. I genuinely can't. I'm going to become the Joker. Jared Leto, The, the oh. Little Things. Oh. Yeah, that's number two. By so. John
1: Lee Hancock. <laughs> Like camera Jackson's favourite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Didn't, is that the guy who made the, the Highwaymen? <laughs> Whatever? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. but, I, but hey, that's sorry. That's,
1: but, but what I mean is, this has been like three minutes of just like... Yeah, just nonsense. The point I was trying to make there is yeah. like, I think it is a dying breed of filmmaker because unless the... It's not... In, streamers have the ability to... Really, be the second coming of indie mid-budget cinema from auteur filmmakers. They could easily do but it, but it's just not an in interest.
0: Yeah, and you know I understand why. It fucking- they're more concerned about who's going to watch Red Notice for two minutes and then turn it off, so they can say it's their biggest movie ever. Yeah.
1: Anyway, but that's what I mean.
0: It's like, yeah. you know, they're
1: not they're not going to invest something that won't increase or retain their subscriber base. Yeah. So. I don't know, I, I kind of I kinda of hope that people really throw their money behind your Wes Andersons and your up and comers like Dukaneo, who I know she's been making films for a while, but this is only a second feature. Yeah. Titan. But I don't know, that's just my tangent. This has nearly gone on for thirty
0: minutes. Yes.
1: Okay, so I think that's Cheerio.
0: Good movie. <laughs> <laughs>